Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. It's our very first bonus episode of Hustle Humbly. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, you got a little gift in your podcast app today. And it's this snippet episode. Uh, We were interviewed. Alyssa, what were we interviewed for? We were interviewed on Anna Cornick's podcast. It's about time. It's about time. And that was our very first time to be interviewed. Yeah, that was exciting. So you guys are going to get to have a little sneaky peek of that interview. And if you want to hear the rest, which I mean, it was a good 45 minute interview. I thoroughly enjoyed being interviewed. I did too. It was fun. And it covers some things we haven't covered on the podcast. A different perspective also. Absolutely. So you guys listen to this snippet. And if you enjoyed it, go find It's About Time in your podcast app. And you can listen to the rest. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. And does it get better and better every year? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it gets better and better in different ways. So it, it is an evolving career and, you know, the numbers don't grow every year because I'm at a great place. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of nice and steady. And, but once you're on the train, you can't really get off. Mm -hmm. So once Mm -hmm. you hit year three, four, five, you, you're going to sell real estate. Like you're, you're just not going to fail. You're going to keep selling real estate. So um, it's wonderful. And it's, easier to find business the longer you're in the business. Right. Every year gets better because if you do a good job and you're doing it right, the repeats. Yeah. People move every three to five years. And so all of a sudden you're getting the business without having to hustle as much as you did in the beginning where you're just like scrounging for people to sell houses to. Right. Then every year you find that that burden gets off of you a little bit more And you're just doing client management because they're coming to you now and you need to make sure that you're delivering. Mm -hmm. It sounds like momentum is Mm -hmm. a huge part of the beginning. And very much. I tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it sounds like those early years of working in real estate is all about getting traction and Uh building that momentum so that you can keep moving forward. Right. And most people don't make it to year three. Really? 85% I think Mm -hmm. of realtors don't make it to year three. The statistics are real. The fail rate is so high. Because you have to really put in the time. It's not an overnight success. It's going to take some tears and a lot of hard work. Right. Not everyone is suited for, you know, making their own schedule, searching for their own business, being their own. I mean, you're, you're your own business. So you're the marketing department and the accounting department, just like any entrepreneur. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird hybrid because the general public almost doesn't see you that way. They think that you're, you know, in a regular office. Um, but you're doing all, you're wearing all the hats. People want to jump into making money fast. Really? And it's just like that it takes time. You don't even know what you're really doing that first year. You need to be focused on education and building your confidence so that when somebody does come to you, 
you do such a good job that they repeat and refer to you. But if you're not ready, if you're just in that scarcity mindset of like, I need money, I need money, and someone comes to you before you're ready and you haven't disciplined yourself to do what you're supposed to do, you don't do that good of a job and there is no repeat or referral. So it's just, you have to be so careful those first years. It's Mm -hmm. a fine line. Wow. Um, So you guys touched on a lot of really interesting pieces about the real estate, especially the fact that, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions Mm -hmm. about how you spend your time and what your days are like. I completely believe that there is no such thing as a typical day Mm -hmm. and there's no such thing as a typical week. But I would love to hear your best shot at explaining what a typical week looks like for each of you. You know, when do you, when do you find time to get that education mm-hmm. that you need? Because you can't stop learning once you get to a certain point. And when do you incorporate time for rest? Because mm-hmm. you can't go nonstop and still expect to be creative and productive. So, uh, Katie, I want to start with you. Okay, (laughs) tell me about a typical week. First of all, we could be the poster children for there's no such thing as a typical day (laughs) and there's no such thing as a typical week because there really isn't. Mm -hmm. Now, our business is cyclical and seasonal. So what I have found over 14 years, you will have a slow week and it could still be within the busy season. You'll have fewer of those as you're in the busy season, and then you will have a slow season where you might have a busy week, but overall, you're slower. And I think we're in Louisiana, obviously. It is different um, seasonally because we're not limited by winter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like realtors up north, when there's snowstorms, like you can't work. Yeah, you they can't just go out. Stops. Wow. So yeah. it's a very different. And when you listen to national media or national speak about the real estate cycle and the real estate seasons, it is not as true for us mm-hmm. in that I have had my biggest months in a December and a January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, people honestly would rather move when it's cool here than when it's burning hot. 100%. I've moved twice in the middle of August. Mm. Yeah, it's miserable. It's You'd think I would have learned the first time. No, it's really <laughs> miserable. So there are it's there's seasons and there's cycles. And mm. I guess I'm not really answering the question because there isn't a typical day. But I have things that I do every day. So, you know, I get my kids off to school in the morning. I, you know, exercise. I get dressed. And then my work day starts at 9. I don't schedule appointments before 9. That just works for me. Um, And then in the afternoon, you know, either myself or my husband is picking up my kids, you know, somewhere in the 3.30 to 4 o'clock time frame. And then I try to not schedule appointments in the afternoon. On the weekends, I work one weekend day. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing open houses, that might be a Sunday and I'll also put showings on that day. Or if I'm doing showing Saturday, maybe I'm not going to do an open house that week to try and give my family a full day where I'm not leaving the house because it just takes so much time to get to the appointment. It's not just a matter of me walking into my office and getting on the computer and doing office work on a Saturday. If I have a Saturday appointment, I'm leaving. So there's 30 minutes of drive time there. There's an hour appointment. There's 30 minutes of drive time back. It'll And it will break up your day. I mean, yeah. It's just like going to a kid birthday party in the middle of a Saturday. Like it throws <laughs> off everything. Yeah. Um, and it's very similar. And so I, I try to limit the work on the weekend mm-hmm. in that way. And then the weeks, I don't know. I know the weeks. I think, so one thing I've always kind of preached about is people are like, oh, you're self-employed. And I'm like, I can't, I can't 
buy that many houses myself. Like I'm client employed. If I don't have clients, I'm not employed. Mm -hmm. So they kind of make my schedule, but I still have to have boundaries. Yes. So it's hard because you do need to be available and you need to be at their beck and call to an extent while still maintaining your boundaries. So I try to tell people like we're not emergency room doctors. Right. If you email me at 830 at night, no one's going to die if you get a response at 9 a.m. the next morning. But it makes me so sad when I get emails from my fellow competitors at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Oh, like, what my are goodness. you doing? But, but that is a huge problem in our industry is that the real t- a lot of realtors are not treating it like a business. Mm-hmm. They're just go, 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 burnout, 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 which is why the fail rate is so high. They're so scared to lose the client. So there's not a lot of boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. And um, I do a lot of serving on our board of directors and I do Louisiana realtor stuff and things like that. So I'm very passionate about the realtor brand okay. and bringing professionalism back to the brand and not just being like, you know, on the go. And, you know, people don't have a lot of respect for your industry. Mm-hmm. They think that they you're just a doormat, a door opener. You can just they can walk all over you. You're just there to open the doors. And so I think by implementing some sort of structure brings it back to the fact that, oh, wait, this is their job. Mm-hmm. They are not on demand at midnight. Yeah, <laughs> they, right. I'm not going to answer your call at 7 a.m. when I'm trying to get my three-year-old out the door. Right. Um, so boundaries to me and setting some sort of structure and schedule only brings more professionalism to an industry that's greatly lacking. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're getting better with it as an industry, but we still have a long way to go. Um, And I'm similar to Katie in that, like, I try to work Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Um, I am the type of person that if I have 20 things to do, it's all going to get done in one day. If I have three things to do, it's going to take me all week. Yes. Because I'm just like, (laughs) I get in a funk and I'm like, oh, I'm so sluggish. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. You thrive on the activity. I thrive on the activity and the productivity and the efficiency. Like I love to just like see how many things I can knock out. But if it's not a challenge, I get sluggish. But I try to during the slower times embrace like cleaning out my database, catching up, decluttering my office, whatever it may be. But I used to try like follow up Friday and every Friday I'm going to follow up. And, but then like a buyer would be like, Hey, can we do our home inspection on Friday? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like your whole day. Yeah. You know? So it is hard to do it. But I think the important thing is when you have to move something, reschedule it. Yeah. Like you still need to follow up with people. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not on Friday. Follow up Monday doesn't sound as fun, no. but, <laughs> but you need to still do it. And I think that that's the big thing is when you finally get a client, you can't just drop all of your good habits yeah, and sacrifice all the things that you do that build your future business. Like you still need to keep those things in motion mm-hmm. um, so that your business will continue mm-hmm. after you close this client. Yeah. It reminds me of people who make um, health and fitness a goal. You know, yeah. they work really, really hard. They're very consistent about going to the gym. They're very consistent about counting calories or sticking to a diet. And then once they go down a few sizes or once they reach that goal, they just stop doing all the things that got them to where they are. And then they find themselves back in their old patterns and they've lost all their progress and they've lost what they work for. And so it's really great that you bring that up because that's a piece of advice that being consistent Mm -hmm. 
during the uptimes and the downtimes yes. is what helps you win in the long run, which is so beneficial regardless of what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. So listening to you guys talk about a week and just how you spend your time, a few of the things that I heard were you're doing follow-ups, you're doing client communication, you're doing marketing, mm-hmm. you're doing open houses, you're doing um, just admin work. Mm-hmm. Like what else? What else is on your plate? Home inspections, house showings, listing appointments, seller consultations. Listing photos. Listing photos. Updating listings in the MLS or giving your office that information to do so. Updating sellers that have their home on the market, especially if it's a home that's been there a while. Like you still have to communicate with them regularly. Getting showing feedback when the listings are being shown. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we could do 45 minutes on Yeah. Just just what it involves. There's there's so much more than meets the eye. Yes. You know, as Scott and I, my husband and I, we bought our first home last March. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And congrats. Thank you. (laughs) And we don't know all of the things that go into it. And I find that I'm not speaking for us, but I find that a lot of people can really undervalue the role that realtors play because they don't understand everything that's going on right behind the scenes. We kind of blame that a lot on HGTV because huh. they make our job look really fun. Wow. Yeah, like anytime people are like, oh, you're realtors. It's so much fun. Is all you do look at pretty houses all day? Like, right. That's what HGTV. Yes, that's all I do. I just hang out with Chip and Joanna all day. For instance, if I'm having, especially in busy season, if I have a week where the appointments are back to back and I could see three or four different clients in a day, um, if I can't fit in an eight hour workday of administration, it's going to get really dicey. Mm. My desk is going to be covered in papers. Um, I'm going to have a lot of work that I probably have to do after hours when I wouldn't normally do it. But if I can't get some administration time, it, it it gets very hard to keep mm-hmm. up. So like it's it is tough to deal with all the different roles you have to play and all the different tasks you have to complete. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to be very self disciplined and yeah. hold yourself accountable. And I think that the reason the fail rate is so high is that a lot of it's easy to become a realtor. It's very easy. You could do an online course in three weeks. Voila. Yeah. But okay, now I'm a realtor. Now what? Mm-hmm. How do I make money? Now mm-hmm. I have all these dues in place and you know, in- carrying insurance on yourself and things like that. And you're spending money, you're not making money, and you're not self-disciplined enough to go out and ask for referrals or to put yourself out there in the community. Like confidence. It's confidence, confidence building So piece. much confidence. And it's so much about mindset. Where is your mindset during that time? Um, so it's just people think that it's fun and mm-hmm. glamorous and... I think that it's so easy to start that you could just start and then they figure out quickly that it's not what they thought it was and they exit the industry. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye.